I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewes.substack.com. Hello, I'm Rabbi Match Neweis, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my blog, Kohas Readim, on July 19th, 2022, entitled Minhag Mythbusters, Does a Husband Sing Eishas Chayel for His Wife? There's a widespread minhag to sing Eishas Chayel on Friday night before Kiddush. Many are under the impression that a husband sings this to or for his wife, as the English book Right and Reason, 1050 Jewish Customs and Their Sources, states, quote, Aisha's Chayel contains praise for one's wife who exerted herself and prepared the Shabbos delicacies, end quote. But is this the actual reason why we sing Aisha's Chayel? Specifically, is this the basis of the original minhag, or is this a post-facto explanation? And if the latter, when and how did things change, and what are the implications of how we relate to the practice? These questions were posed to me, and I'd like to summarize my findings here. Let us start with the text of Aisha's Chayel itself, i.e. the final 22 psukim of Sefer Mishlei. Could these psukim apply to one's wife? Certainly. But is that likely? No, it is highly unlikely. Says who? Says Shlomo Melech in the opening pasuk of Eishas Chayel. Quote from Mishlei 31.10, Eishas Chayel miyimta v'rachok mipnini michra. An accomplished woman who can find her value is far beyond pearls. In other words, a true Eishas Chayel is a rarity of rarities and it would be extremely likely that every Jewish husband who sings the song was able to find and marry one. What if the husband who sings this to his wife is not doing so because she is an Aisha Chayel, but because she aspires to be? That would be great. However, I doubt that most women hear Aisha Chayel and think to themselves, my husband is telling me that these are the expectations I should live up to. And if we take the allegorical reading that Aisha Chayel is about Torah or the psyche or the soul, then it certainly wouldn't be relevant to sing to one's wife. And either way, what does Aisha Chayel have to do with Shabbos evening? So, where did the minhag originate, if not from the shot of the psukim? Professor Yael Levin answers. Quote, Contrary to popular opinion, the minhag to recite Eishas Chayel did not originate with a husband showing honor to his Jewish wife who toiled and worked to prepare Shabbos, which is an implication that developed over the years. Rather, the foundation of this minhag is a Kabbalistic ritual which developed in Safed, in Tzfas, in the middle of the 15th century. Its recitation constituted a component of a symbolic wedding ceremony, which began when the Kabbalists went out to the fields outside of the city several hours before the onset of Shabbos. There they would greet the Sabbath bride with the recitation of poems and chapters of Psalms, the most well-known of which is the poem L'Chadoti. At a much later stage, they stopped going out to the fields, and the minhag transitioned to the courtyard of the synagogue. Upon arriving home, they would announce in a loud voice with great joy, Shabbat Shalom, like a bridegroom greeting the bride with great joy and a smiling countenance. At an even later date, their minhag was to circle the table clockwise two times. First, they would circle it in, a, in silence, and once they finished, they would take two myrtle branches, one in the right hand and one in the left, join them together and make a blessing on them, smell their fragrance, fragrance, and immediately afterwards, they would circle the table a second time. Nowadays, they sing Shalom Aleichem, and in a beautiful melody while sitting, they sing the song Eishas Chayel, corresponding to the Shechina, quote, which contains 22 psukim corresponding to the 22 heavenly pipes, which are open at that time and empty out a flow of blessing upon the heavenly wellspring, sorry, from the heavenly wellspring, from the head of all the crowns, end quote, end quote. In other words, the minhag to recite Eishas Chayel had nothing to do with husbands and wives. The Eishas Chayel in the text was taken to be an allegorical reference to the Shabbos bride, and it wasn't even recited in the home or on Shabbos itself. Only when the original significance of the minhag was forgotten did people take this to be about actual wives. 
Moreover, Eishischai was only recited, but wasn't sung until the melody was composed by Ben Zion Schenker in 1946. What are the implications of such findings? Do we embrace the current folk explanation as a legitimate post facto reason for the Minhag? Do we strive to raise awareness of the Minhag's true origins? Regardless of the answer, one thing is clear. It is better to know where a Minhag comes from than to not know. One of the many aspects of Judaism I appreciate is the ability to conduct halachic archaeology. In other religions and cultures, asking why do we do XYZ will often be met with a shrug, or worse, with the non-answer of tradition. In Judaism, there are always answers, and it is always possible to conduct research to find them. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.